Sandra Cohn. I'm an award-winning photographer, industry educator, and best-selling author on a mission to help other photographers just like you reach the level of success they want and deserve. What I know after 20 plus years in the photography industry is that building the business of your dreams is totally possible. And on this podcast, I'll share everything I've learned on how to do just that. So thanks for joining me and let's get started. guys, Sandra Cohn here, and welcome to another episode of Beyond Natural Light, a photography podcast. Um, today, I want to talk to you about three common lighting mistakes that people make when starting with strobes and flash that lead to that harsh and flashy look in their images. Um, now, listen, I've been teaching photographers how to work with artificial light for almost 10 years now. And one of the things that I hear all the time is that people intentionally stay away from using artificial light in their work because they don't want it to look ugly, right? They don't want that harsh and flashy look. They prefer the softness of natural light. And therefore, they just want to work exclusively with natural light or window light. That's where they're comfortable. That's what they know. And they like that look. Now, to be fair, I used to think the exact same thing. And because of that, I worked exclusively with natural light for the first 12 years of my career. And while it's true that natural light is beautiful, it's also true that it's not always available, right? Like sometimes it rains or some days are dark or some situations are just less than perfect, right? We've all been in those situations where you walk into a client's home or you walk onto a job and the light is just either non-existent or not really usable and that's really stressful. Um, now that I know that strobes and flash can look just as soft and just as beautiful as window light, um, I know that I can get those results. And, and I know that you can too, but in order to start getting those results, there are a few mistakes that you need to avoid. So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, let's get to it. So mistake number one is using the wrong modifier for the results that you want. Now, modifiers are just pieces of equipment that you put on your strobe or your flash that help control the shape and the quality of the light you're producing, right? So like a softbox is a modifier or an umbrella is a modifier, something like that. And if you've ever shopped for modifiers, if you've, if you've ever walked into a camera store um, and gone to the lighting department or, you know, gone somewhere online, you probably know that there are about a million different light modifiers to choose from, right? They come in all different shapes and all different sizes. And honestly, it can be really overwhelming. And where a lot of people go wrong when getting started is that they walk into the situation, they see all these choices, and they don't know what those shapes and sizes do and how they're gonna affect the look of the light. And so they end up buying the wrong ones for the look they're going for, right? Like maybe they'll choose a light modifier based on price, or maybe they'll choose a light modifier um, based on you know what they've seen other people work or some behind the scenes work. And then they end up frustrated because they're not getting the look that they want, right? 
And so they've gone in, they've spent a bunch of money on equipment that they don't need and they'll never use, which is super frustrating. So listen, when it comes to modifier, there's really just one simple rule that is going to save you from buying the wrong modifier and getting the wrong kind of light. And that is this, the size of your modifier affects the quality of your light. So if your goal with your lighting is to create beautiful, soft, natural looking light, like if you want that window light look, if you don't want hard light, if you don't want something harsh and flashy, then what you need to know is that the bigger your modifier relative to your subject, the softer your light is going to be. So if you want soft light and you walk into that you know, camera store and you're overwhelmed by all the modifiers, go for the big ones. That's a real simple rule, okay? The bigger your modifier, the softer your light's gonna be. Now, the second mistake that people make when getting started with strobes and flash that leads to that harsh and flashy look, it's just not knowing where to place your light. Something as simple as that. Now, we just learned that the size of your modifier has a huge impact on the look of your images that you're creating, right? Well, so does where you place that modifier. So a lot of photographers, you know, go wrong in that they may have the right modifier. They might have the right size, the right shape for the look they're going for, but they don't know how to place it to produce the kind of light that they're wanting to produce. Does that make sense? Now, there's a lot of ways that you can position a light for lighting patterns, right? You can get butterfly light or loop light or split light, things like that. And, you know, you know, people who work with, with artificial light all the time love to talk about their lighting patterns. But for this episode, we're just talking about light quality, right? So again, we're wanting to avoid that harsh, flashy looking light. So we're wanting something soft. We're wanting something natural, more natural looking. And so to position, when you position your light to get that kind of light, what you need to know is that the closer you bring your modifier into your subject, the softer that light is going to be. So if you have a modifier and you have it 10 feet away from your subject, you're gonna be producing harsher, flashier looking light. First of all, that light is so far away, you're gonna to have to turn it up more, to power it more, so it's gonna be harder, like a lot more intense, I should say. Not harder in quality, but more intense, right? And then the farther it's away, it's actually producing harder light. If you want softer light, if you want those soft shadows, bring that modifier in nice and close. And that's how you're going to start getting that light. That's how you position your modifier to start getting that really beautiful soft light and avoid that harsh, flashy light. Okay. So, right, like this is super easy. So, so far we know that if you want soft light, you need to know two things, right? Use a large modifier relative to your subject, bring it in really close. Okay, easy peasy. <laughs> now, the third mistake people make when getting started with lighting is that they go in and they crowdsource settings. And you guys, this is probably the biggest mistake out there and one that I see all the time. So photographers will go into a forum or they go into a Facebook group and they see somebody's beautiful image that was taken with a strobe and a flash and they'll ask that photographer what their settings were. And they do this because there's this belief that if you know the settings, then you can just plug them into your camera and you're going to get the same results. 
but it actually doesn't work that way. So what ends up happening instead is that they go in, they plug in those exact same settings into their camera, and then they get an image that looks nothing like the photo that was posted in the Facebook group that they asked about. And then they just give up frustrated thinking that artificial light will never work for them. Um, so this, this happens uh, because, okay, so here's the story. Listen, um, it's, it's about more than just the settings, okay? Getting good results with strobes and flash is about understanding how to get those settings, okay? So instead of going in and asking and learning what other people's settings are, what you actually need to be go doing is going in and learning how to properly meter your work, how to uh, control your light through your metering, through the, based on the look that you're wanting to create so that you can consistently find settings that are gonna work for you in your situation um, with your lights, with your subjects, okay? And with the equipment that you have. So learning how to properly meter when working with strobes and flash, you guys, is the quickest and the easiest way to avoid getting those harsh and flashy looks with, with your strobes. So, um, and, and ask anybody inside my course, the missing link. I am, I harp on this all the time. So people will post in the group and they've gone through the whole, you know, the whole class and they have the right modifiers and they have it set up right. And they're not getting the results they want. And the number one question I always ask is tell me how you're metering. And nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, they'll come back and they'll say, oh gosh, I actually wasn't metering. I'm like, well, dude, you got to do that. Uh, because that's how you know how to control your light. So let's just recap this really quick, all right? So to avoid getting that harsh and flashy light in your images when using the strobes and flash, you wanna remember that the size of your modifier is going to impact the quality of the light you produce. Bigger modifiers produce softer light. Smaller modifiers produce harder light, okay? You also need to know that the proximity of your light to your subject is going to affect the quality of the light. So the closer the light source is to your subject, the softer it's going to be. The farther away the light source is from the subject, the harder it's gonna be. And then you need to know how to learn how to properly meter to get the results that you want. So you're not crowdsourcing advice from strangers on the internet, you're actually learning the skills that you need to get in and do it right. Now, if you're excited to learn, if you want to give it a try, I do have a really great free resource, free resources, free, I do have free resources, but I have a great free resource that um, I'm going to uh, put in the show notes. You can, I'll link it in the show notes, but it's my guide. It's called um, Craft Your Ideal Light. It's a blueprint guide, and it just kind of walks you through some of the things that you need to know, the steps that you need to know to get started with artificial light. There's also a link in that blueprint to my preferred gear list. So you can see what I use and what I recommend. Um, it's, a, it's a great place to get started. It'll help answer some of your questions and it's, you know, it, it's a free download. So um, go to the show notes, click on the link, download the guide. Let me know if you have any questions and I hope this episode was helpful. I'll talk to you later.